The Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. products for home and industry present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the Kingsmen and Billy Mills Orchestra. Tell me, have you tried Johnson's Cream Wax on your furniture? Yes, I said Cream Wax. It's the very newest Johnson's Wax product, and believe me, it's something very special. Let me tell you about Cream Wax. In the first place, it has astonishing cleaning power. Rub a little Johnson's Cream Wax on a tabletop or some smudgy white woodwork, and you'll be amazed how quickly and easily the dirt comes off. That's because this creamy white liquid contains several cleansing ingredients. But that's only one of the nice things about Cream Wax. It also contains genuine wax. So it quickly polishes up to a bright, sparkling wax luster. This cream wax finish is hard and satiny smooth. It lasts and lasts. Needs repolishing only occasionally. It won't get dull and smeary as ordinary oil polishes do. And the cream wax finish is dry. Dust and dirt can't stick to it. So dusting is really easy. Why not try it? Johnson's cream wax is perfect for cleaning and wax polishing all your furniture, light woodwork, and your white kitchen equipment. Leaving a restless man like Mr. McGee alone in a house is like turning a child loose in a fireworks factory with a box of matches. That's why Mrs. McGee is hurrying home from a shopping trip with her arms full of bundles and her heart full of apprehension. As we join, Fibber McGee and Molly! Oh, I suppose it's silly worrying like this. He doesn't have to get into trouble every time I leave. But he always does. The last time I left him alone... Oh, McGee, dearie. I'm home. McGee, where are you? McGee? That you, Molly? Come on out in the kitchen. I got a surprise for you. Oh, no, not again. Mm-hmm. Heavenly days, my kitchen. What happened? Did the stove blow up? What do you mean, did the stove blow up? Can't a man do a little cooking without a lot of nasty comment? Well, I hate to seem critical, dearie, but I haven't seen so many disgraceful-looking pots since the fat man's race at the Elks picnic. (laughs) What are you making? Shrimps McGee. I beg your pardon? Shrimps McGee. It's an old family recipe I found in the attic. My grandmother brung it east in a covered wagon in 1849. The covered wagons went west, sweetheart. Not with Grandma, they didn't. That old gal wasn't going to ride 2,000 miles with the sun in her eyes. Ah, touche. Huh? I said touche. Oh. That's a French word meaning pull your dagger out of my biceps, I'm bowling tonight. Well, let me see now. I better check this recipe again. Let's see now. Let me... Hey, is there a spring house around here any place? A what? A spring house. The recipe says run down to the spring house and fetch a crock of butter and have Miller grind five ears of corn. <laughs> well, I can do it right away, Pat. I have to oil my spinning wheel. Mm-hmm. And then go shoot some squirrels for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, would I be prying into the family secret, sweetheart, if I ask what this mess is boiling on the stove? This mess? Why, that's the sauce. 
It's the sauce that's the main thing with Shrimps McGee. Yeah? Betcha, in 15 minutes, I add two tablespoons full of sorghum molasses, five drops of vinegar, twist of an orange peel, and a pint of horseradish. A what of horseradish? A pint. It says right here that... Oh, it says a pinch of horseradish. No. <laughs> Grandma's handwriting is a little wriggly. Huh? This is the trickiest recipe. Hmm. Now, if that's Oscar of the Waldorf, I'll pretend I don't know you. Come in. McGee? Oh, we're out in the kitchen, Latrib. Oh. oh. Hello there. I was just going... Good heavens, what are you doing? Moving? <laughs> no, we're not moving. It's a logical question, however, sweetheart. You've got dishes out that I'd forgotten we had. I'm making shrimps McGee, Latrib. Old family recipe. My grandmother was notorious for it. <laughs> I'll bet she was. <laughs> Was she terribly lonesome, McGee, after the family ran away? They didn't run away, Mr. Mayor. They were carried away. Okay, okay, okay. Scoff if you want to deride. But by George, when you fling a lip over this... Uh-oh, it's time to put in the potatoes. Hand me that bowl over there, Lieutenant. Oh, yeah, here you are. Did you say potatoes? That's what I says, potatoes. What's the idea of cutting them into cubes and putting all those black spots on them? Well, the recipe says dice seven to eleven potatoes. <laughs> Now, stand back. I don't want to slash anybody. There we are. Well, I don't have to add the rhubarb and the coconuts for 12 minutes yet. Uh, did your um, grandmother live to a ripe old age, McGee? 103. Broke her neck breaking a Mustang in Wyoming. Well, if Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer has any trouble with Mickey Rooney, McGee, they can send for you. What do you mean? You're from a Hardy family yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you threw the egg beater, dearie, I'll wash it and put it away. No, 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 don't do that. I haven't whipped the sauerkraut juice yet. Oh. <laughs> sauerkraut juice. I never... You know, that sauce actually smells delicious. Well, Natch, Natch. Well, look, I got a few minutes here before I had to have to add any more ingredients, Latrib. <laughs> so let's chat. I'd love to, McGee. But I've got to get back to the city hall. Yeah? I've just gotten a report that Russia has recalled her consul for talking too much. Talking too much? What did he say? Said yes. Good day. My goodness, if there's one thing I don't understand, it's international politics. Now, me either. Give me something simple like one of Grandma's recipes. Hey, hand me my razor there, will you, on the sink? What's the razor for? Well, the recipe says shave three carrots, and I got them all lathered up here. Right here. Hey there, Johnny! Hey, Shoulder! Oh, it's the old-timer, McGee. Anybody home, kid? Not, not a soul, old-timer. We went out. Oh, well, in that case, I'll come back later. Well, for goodness sakes, McGee, he left. Oh, my gosh, you should have known I was only kidding. <laughs> Mmm, boy, oh boy. Just get a whiff of that stuff, will you, Molly? Don't it smell good? I haven't hardly got it started yet, and it already seems to me... Hello there, Johnny. Hello, daughter. Oh, hi, old-timer. Come on in. Yes, do, Mr. Old-timer. We thought you'd gone. Nope. I was here a while ago, but you were out, so I, uh... uh what's cooking, Johnny? On the front burner. Well, uh, himself here is making shrimps McGee, Mr. Old-timer. It's a recipe that's been handed down through his family for years. And personally, I'd hand it right back. 
Yeah, we had something like that in our family, daughter. Yeah? It was handed down from father to son, son to grandson, grandson to nephew, and nephew to me. None of us ever cared much for it, though. You didn't, eh? What was it? Whooping cough. <laughs> well, McGee's pretty hard to please like that, too, Mr. Oldtimer. I've seen him refuse to eat curried chicken because the curry comb had a broken tooth. <laughs> daughter, but that ain't the way I heard it. <laughs> the way I heard it, one feller says to tell the feller, say, he says, see where one of them eastern hotels has got a device now that makes the bed, sweeps the floor, and airs out the room all at the same time. Is that so, says the feller. What is it? A vacuum cleaner gadget? Nope, says the first feller. Three chambermaids. <laughs> well, I just dropped in to tell a joke. That was it. So long, kid. <laughs> the orchestra and my adobe hacienda. Grandmother's recipe, dearie. Yeah. My kitchen looks like an explosion in a dining car. Well, shrimps McGee is a complicated concoction, Tootsie. The only dish I know of that takes more time is acorns bordelaise. <laughs> acorns bordelaise? What's that? That's a delicacy that really takes time. Why? Well, you soak an acorn in salt water and peanut oil for five weeks, then plant it in rich topsoil. Yeah. When the oak tree is shoulder high, you rub the bark every two years with nutmeg and throw away the first six crops of acorns. <laughs> the seventh crop, you store eight months in a dry room in a white muslin bag. And then? Then you throw away the acorns, make a chef's cap out of the muslin bag, and fry yourself a manhole cover, which by that time will taste like a crepe Suzette. <laughs> And you know what I... Oh, I forgot to order the shrimps. Hand me the phone. Here. Thanks. Hello, operator. Give me Jimmy Sales Market at 41150. Oh, is that you, Mert? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard your voice for a long time, Mert. Where you been? Oh, working in a laundry while the union arbitrated, eh? Very intelligent of her, too. Yeah. 
says she wanted to iron while the strike was hot. <laughs> hey, Mert, give me the market, will you? I forgot to order some shrimps and I... Huh? I says I forgot to order some... Oh, I did? Oh, thanks a lot, Mert. She says I called up and ordered them three hours ago. Well, maybe we can deduct our phone bill as secretarial service. Yeah. You know something, dearie, it doesn't make any sense, but that sauce you're making smells simply marvelous. Well, it should. I'm putting everything I have into it. <laughs> Say, you know what? Yeah? I'm going to have so much of this stuff, I should have asked Latrib to stay for dinner. I never thought of it. Well, you go ahead and cook. I'll give him a ring at the city hall. <laughs> oh, my gosh, look what I did. This pan came apart. Well, that pan's supposed to come apart, dearie. That's <laughs> the double boiler. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? That's what the recipe says to use. Imagine my grandmother knowing about a thing like that. People always claim she could look into the future. I remember one time with... Somebody at the kitchen door, McGee. Maybe the delivery boy with the shrimps. Should be. Come in. Uh, good afternoon. I'm Mr. Wilcox, representing the Johnson Wax people of Racine, Wisconsin. I noticed that your car in the driveway is... Oh, it's you. Who'd you expect to find in our kitchen, Junior? Al Jolson with his songs of yesterday and his bank account of tomorrow? <laughs> We live here, Mr. Wilcox, remember? Oh, sure, but I usually come in the front door. Coming around the backyard like this over fences, I was a little confused. Over fences? A dog was chasing me. Whose dog? I don't know. Big brown one with red eyes and 3,000 teeth. I think it was an Afghan. Well, it couldn't have been so vicious then, Mr. Wilcox. You know, my Aunt Ferris crocheted several of them, and all they do is lie across the foot of the bed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, An Afghan is also a dog, Molly. That'd be old Will Conley's dog down the street, Junior. Very gentle animal until it takes a dislike to somebody, and he hasn't found anybody he likes yet. Why would he after you, Mr. Wilcox? Well, he thought I was trying to steal Mr. Conley's car, I guess. Were you? No, I was just polishing it up for him with car new. Did old Conley ask you to polish his car, Junior? Well, no, he didn't. Mrs. Conley did. Oh. She told me to show him how, how simple it was with car new because he was so lazy he wouldn't do anything unless it was easy. He was watching me out the window. Yes, and then? Well, I started applying car new, rubbing just hard enough to loosen the grime and then let it dry to a white powder, you see. Well, as long as you're wound up, schoolboy, finish the pit. <laughs> well, that's really all there is to polishing a car with car new. After it dries, you just wipe it off. Cleans and polishes in one easy application. That's why it's the most popular car polish on the market. With car new, you get more pride with less perspiration. You see... What's the matter, Waxy? What do I smell? What's cooking? It's wonderful. Why, it's the sauce McGee is cooking, Mr. Wilcox. He's making shrimps McGee for dinner. Yeah. Makes your taste buds burst into bloom, don't it, bud? <laughs> you like shrimps? Stay and have dinner with us. Can you, Mr. Wilcox? Can I? Why, kids, you've saved my life. My wife isn't cooking dinner for me tonight, anyhow. She isn't. Why not? Why should she? I'm eating with you. <laughs> well, call me when the shrimps are ready. I'll be in the living room reading your book. You know, this might turn out to be quite a party, dearie. Well, we got plenty of stuff. See if you can get Doc Gamble and Wimple to come over, too. All right, I will. And, dearie, uh-huh. when you fill all the pots and pans in the kitchen, there are two laundry tubs in the basement and a sprinkling can in the garage. <laughs> Let me know if there's anything I can do for uh, you. Okay, Snooky. <laughs> ah, there goes the good kid. She thinks I'm making half of this recipe up as I go along. <laughs> ah, but she's so wrong. I'm making it all up. <laughs> My grandmother ever had it. Come in. Hi, Mr. Wilcox. Where's Mr. McGee? He's out in the kitchen, Teeny. Oh, thank you. Hi, Mr. McGee. Oh, hello there, Teeny. I don't get in my way now because I'm very busy. <coughs> sure looks like 
regular batches. What you cooking, mister? Hmm. Special recipe, sis. Shrimps McGee. Been in the family for a hundred years. Oh, and they're still good? <laughs> the recipe, sis, not the shrimps. Now, look, I, I'm a very busy man. Was there anything you wanted? Sure. Okay, let's have it. I got a little problem in arithmetic, mister. Yeah, eh? Yes, I... Hmm? I says you have, eh? You have what? A little problem in arithmetic. Oh. You. Me? Yes. I know it. <laughs> Look, uh, uh, mister, mm. how much is a scab? Hmm? How much is it? Hmm. A what, sis? No, not a what, sis. <laughs> a scab. Willie Toop says his uncle has scabs of money, and I can't argue with him because I don't know how much is a scab, I bet you. <laughs> well, that's a very simple problem, sis. That's the craniform system of tabulation. Well, Willie's... Hmm? <laughs> well, you see, Teeny, the metrical system is based on units of ten, like tens, hundreds, thousands, millions, etc. Mm, sure. We got that in school, I bet you. Certainly. Mm -hmm. Now then, the craniform system is based on units of several, you see... You know what a oodle is. No. No. But everybody says my dog has oodles of fleas. <laughs> exactly. There are several scads in a oodle. Plenty of oodles to a gob. Uh. Lots of gobs to a heap. Uh. And batches of heaps to a load. And multifarious loads to a galore. <laughs> Understand? Well... <laughs> No. Well, let's put it this way. Suppose you had several oodles of peanuts. Somebody gives you a heap more. How many scads would you have? Loads, I bet you. Loads of scads or lots of gobs or a batch of heaps. <laughs> and if you had heaps of loads, what would you have? Peanuts galore. <laughs> That's wonderful. I never knew anybody to pick up the craniform system that fast before in all my life. <laughs> Oh, oh, boy. Can I ever argue with Willie Toops now? <laughs> Wait a minute now. Hmm? How many is a galore again? Well, don't worry about that, sis. That's such a big figure, you'll hardly ever use it. Oh. Galores are used in astronomy to count the stars with. Oh, now I know. You know what? That's why they call the American flag old galore. Hmm? <laughs> yeah, because it's got so many stars. No. Oh, thanks ever so much, mister. Thanks, just scared. You're welcome a heap, sis. Well, goodbye, mister. Change that, that's the awesome song. Way down south of the Mason-Dixon, there's a man who's really fixin' to match those taters in his bin with possum meat. He's aiming his gun way up there in six tall slim slick sycamore saplings. Possum up a tree, somewhere up in one of them saplings. Possum laughing at me, hound dog baying, nobody saying. Possum on a limb, he done hit in one of them saplings. I'll get even with him. Here comes feet, gotta run with my gun. Beat it over yonder to the hollow. Moon is shining bright on the treetops tonight. Possum eight four, barry our barn. Six tall, slim, slick, sycamore sapling. Possum on the loose. He's been stealing all of my chickens. Now I'll cook his goose. Look at here now. Possum know he's in a jam. 
he go good with candy. Yeah, aim that rifle to the left, a trifle. Wham! I got him. No, you didn't. Never shot him. Can't you see? Lordy be. Still up in that tree, get a going feet. Gonna run with the gun, take another bead on the critter. Moon is shining bright on the treetops tonight. Possum ain't far. Why, there we are, far. 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 Way up in them six tall S.S. Sycamore staff. Possum, show your skin. He's been stealing all of my chickens to shoot him, ain't no sin. Moonlight shining in my eyes. Miss that possum and I'll die. Dog on moonlight, dog on high night. Oh, I miss that possum, I miss that possum, I miss that possum again. Tin cans and then would eat the lids. He didn't care for people much, but loves his wife and kids. <laughs> oh, the monkey and the coconut. Hey, Molly, is everybody here? Everybody but Mr. Wimple, dearie. Mayor Latrivia and Harlow are in the other room, and Dr. Gamble just arrived. Oh, yes. yes, and say, if this concoction of yours is as good as it smells, McGee, you can sign me up as a regular boarder. It does smell good, doesn't it, Doctor? It certainly does. I can hunt. What are you doing now, Prudence? <laughs> I'm adding the final touch to this recipe, Nosy. It says squeeze two lemons, and I'm squeezing them. But you didn't cut them in two, did you? didn't say anything about cutting them in two. <laughs> Just said to squeeze them. When I follow a recipe, I follow it. You may be following it, but you'll never catch up with it. <laughs> By the way, my dear, what's the name of this dish the little twitch puss is whipping up? Shrimp's Creole? No, Doctor. Shrimp's McGee. I used to make shrimp's Creole, Doc, but you can't get the real imported Creoles anymore. <laughs> domestic stuff. The war, you know. Oh, yes, I know. Yeah. I was going to make some lionese potatoes the other night, but lions have gone up, so I couldn't afford it. <laughs> well, let me know when you're ready for the customers. Okay. I'll be in the living room entertaining your other guests with my homespun humor. Okay, boy. Have the shrimps arrived yet, dearie? No, but I checked with the market and the boy's on the way. It only takes 20 minutes to cook the shrimps in this sauce. Huh? Oh, hi, Wimp. Finally got here, eh? Hello, Mr. Wimple. Hello, folks. <laughs> I'll have this stuff ready as soon as the shrimps get here, Wimp. Just tighten your belt and loosen your teeth and stand by. My, it certainly smells delicious, Mr. McGee. It's an old family recipe, Wimp. Hey, uh, hand me that clothespin, will you? Thanks. Uh, McGee, you're not going to put that clothespin in the sauce. Nope, I'm going to put it on my nose. i got to chop an onion. <laughs> Better way to do it is underwater, Mr. McGee. I know, but I can't hold my breath that long, Wimp. <laughs> you don't have to get into the pan with the onion, dearie. Just your hands. Huh? Oh, oh, yeah, in the pan. Hey, that's a great idea. You must be a cook yourself, Wimp. Well, yes, in a way, Mr. McGee. I do a lot of cooking on camping trips when I go out in the woods with my bird book. Your what, Mr. Wimple? My bird book. <laughs> do you know I saw a scarlet-tailed Pennsylvania swallow yesterday? No. You didn't? Yes, I did. Did you ever hear a swallow sing? No, how does it go, Wimp? It goes, dub, 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 like that. Oh, we have some really odd-sided friends around here, folks. Like the ASCAP bird. The ASCAP bird? Yes. That perches on a telephone wire and sings, Hit parade, hit parade, hit parade. I think you just made that up, Mr. Wimple. Maybe I did. By the way, does Sweetie Face ever go on camping trips with you? Mm, my big old wife. Yes, her. No, Sweetie Face doesn't like camping out anymore. Mm -hmm. Not since we went up into Alaska and she got scolded by a game warden. Why? What was she doing, Wimp? Frightening the grizzly bears. 
And then she had a rather painful experience with some big game up there. You mean she was followed by a mountain lion or something, Mr. Wimple? No. She caught a bad cold one day when her canoe sank, and every time she blew her nose, a moose mistook it for a mating call. <laughs> Her canoe happened to sink, uh, strike a snag or something? No, somebody had deliberately punched a little hole in the bottom of it. Well, how do you know somebody did it deliberately? <laughs> oh, I know all right. <laughs> well, I'm afraid I'm a little in the way here. I'll go join the other fellows. Besides, I think I saw some stuff this on coffee. <laughs> you know, McGee, I used to feel sorry for Mr. Wimple, but I'm beginning to wonder. Me too. When it comes to Sweetie Face, he has more dirty tricks than a bridge game in a coal mine. <laughs> Hey, those shrimps ought to be here any minute. How many did you order, sweetheart? Oh, plenty. A whole pound. A pound? Why, good heavens, McGee, huh? that would barely be enough for you and me to say what? nothing of all those hungry men. What? Don't they swell up? Like beans? No. Oh, my gosh. Are you sure? No. Oh, it's too late to get any more. The market's closed by now, and I'm... Come in. I'll take it, son. Much obliged. Oh. You've got enough sauce there for 7,000 shrimp and enough shrimps for three ounces of sauce. Well, don't worry, kiddo. I got out of worse jams than this. I remember one time... Well, I'll be... Why, these aren't shrimps. These are sardines. I told that market distinctly to send me shrimps, and look at this. Sardines. Sardines? What was that? Sardines. Sardines in that beautiful sauce. Sardines? That reminds me. I have a very important council meeting. Excuse me. Sardines? My goodness. Come to think of it, sweetie face doesn't know where I am. I did be going home. I'll get out. I'd love to stay myself, but I just got word from the hospital. Serious case. Compound resumption of interior delistrum. I'll be back if I can make it. Thanks anyway. But, doctor, uh... Oh. Hey, Doc hasn't got his car here. I'd better drive him. Oh, hey, Doc, wait a minute. I'll take you to the hospital. <laughs> oh. Well, what do we do now, dearie? Well, that's simple. We sit down and have ourselves a nice platter of shrimps McGee. With those sardines? <laughs> <laughs> I'm no fool, kiddo. These aren't sardines. These are shrimp. And you were right. There's just enough for the two of us. <laughs> what would Madame like for an appetizer? Uh... Isn't it strange how long it took most of us to realize the beauty of a fine wood surface? Why, only yesterday it was a style to have tablecloths over the dining room table, runners and doilies on the buffet, and needlepoint or old shawls over occasional tables and the piano. But how refreshing it is now to walk into a home where the tabletops and other wood surfaces are richly polished, with Johnson's Wax, of course, to make beautiful settings for old china, candlesticks, and flowers. Look around your living room and see if you've made the most of your tabletops and other wood surfaces. You'll be amazed what a coat of Johnson's Wax will do for them. Johnson's Wax makes the finish glow and sparkle, and the grain of the wood shows up so clear and lovely. Johnson's Wax floors have a smooth, mellow luster. They're protected against dirt, wear, and moisture. Chair arms, radios, Venetian blinds, leather goods gleam with wax protection, and they're so easy to keep shining clean. Believe me, the magic touch of Johnson's Wax will do wonders for the beauty of every wood surface in your home. Try it, won't you? Johnson's Wax, paste, liquid, or cream. Uh, yeah, that's the last of it, kiddo. Not bad, eh? Best shrimp I ever ate. Yep. I'd like to propose a toast, dearie. Home too. To your grandmother. Oh. May she rest in peace and in the knowledge that the McGee tradition of culinary perfection is being carried on. Thank you. May I ask one question? Pray do. 
Where do we keep the bicarbonate of soda? I have it right here. Oh, good night. Good night, all. This is Marla Wilcox, speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax Products for Home and Industry, inviting you all to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.